Ghost to Don EP nice as Make sure you go and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost to Don. Yeah, that shit's called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that right now. Fuck that I had to cuss. You heard the new single with a love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow the man Ghost to Don. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. The number is 440-454-4034. Okay. The promo code, if you want to save $10, okay. don't forget. I need that, man. Capital J.M. Squeeze. Squeeze, okay. All right. Thank you, man. J.M. Squeeze. Hey, man, you're my best friend. Man. What's her you, name man. again? Jazzy Marie, man. Okay. I love her, too, man. Thank you all, man. Man, stop crying and get yourself a job or something. Broke ass, man. Fuck you. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do, but there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleavers on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my words. Make sure you enter my world with caution. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 and 9. Hosted by Ray Sharp, Councilman Ernest L. Smith, and King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 and 9. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised.
Juked Radio, presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Custom. It's your boy, Richie Carlisle, on another Saturday uh, morning in the 216. Crooked Halo's calling in. She's going to be in in just a moment today. Um, today, we're going to discuss um, temporary agencies and people that, you know, long-term temp and the effect that it has on the economy um again right now we're waiting on uh, crooked halo to check in with us today uh, but more and more ah there she goes radio what's your name where you calling from What's up? What it do? Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're that serious, go upstairs with all that. Go on. Go I on. see assholes like you every day. Every fucking day. Thank you. <laughs> so today, so today we're talking um, uh, temp agencies and uh, people that you know. What, we, what I would call a serial temping. How's your day? How was your week? And the week was shit, as it always is. But uh, the reason why this, the topic today is temp agencies. And, oh, I know this thing. Okay, I see you trying to be funny. Okay. Um, staffing agencies. And the process now, how easy to camp would be known as versus 
back then and versus now, staffing agencies literally have gotten just as bad as these literally direct hire companies when it comes to the onboarding process, actually finding you a job. And not only finding you just a but finding you a job fit your actual skill. Well, there's a lot at in certain areas. There's a lot that make their off of you. a regular to hire position because you are technically considered a contract employee. You're an employee of the staffing company. You're not an employee of the actual company that you might be getting up, going at 7 o'clock in the morning, getting off at 3.30, 4 o'clock. You're not firing them. Is that me? This is not I There we go. All right. Um, but case in point, there's a couple staffing companies out here where they actually still issue you a paper check. What? And not only do they issue you a paper check, you got to come pick it up. Damn! So, and then you can only pick it up. You know, when do you get paid? Don't you get paid on a Friday? Yeah. Yeah, you got to pick this. This is a company out here. You can't get your check until Monday. That's terrible. The company that you're working for sends their payroll in, but this but this staffing agency does not do their payroll like everyone else. They don't offer a, uh, you know, those cards. Mm -hmm. They don't it as a paper check or nothing. And I looked at that because I have a couple of young young adults that are uh, kids with my friends. So, they, you know, they are looking for jobs and a lot of this stuff when they got out of school in May and June. So one of them comes telling me this. I said, well, first thing you need to do, you need to find a staffing company. I said, because that company that you met does not in any way, shape, or form have any of your interests at heart. They don't care about people that coming in, they're just making money off of you. Is this a place where, this is another question you have to ask yourself, wherever they send do I want to be permanently here? Besides that, there's staffing companies that are elite. There are staffing, staffing companies that when you come in, day one, you got benefits. And I don't just mean the cheapest Care Act coverage you can find. Yeah, no, a lot of those companies be having be having whack benefits. They have to call them benefits right. because they're not insurance. Right. A lot of these elite staffing companies, they will have great benefits because they know that in order for them to attract better quality employees, they have to have the same, if not better, benefits than somebody that's to get in directly hired when you and by when I say direct hire that means going to the place or going I should say going online these days and actually putting in your application 
there going through the interview process and getting hired in. That's a direct hire. You're dealing with staffing agents in temporary positions. You really have to, in, in a not like it used to be, there was at one point where you could temp for years. You could temp for two, three, four, five years and make good money, make good living. You had benefits. You had coverage. It just what was what you were doing where you were what they call 1099. You were a contract worker. You were self-employed, essentially. So you go out, you take contracts. A lot of companies will let you know before you start if this is a contract position, if it has a start date and an end date. Some of these places, there's a couple staffing companies out here that staff for, um, let's just say, an ice rateable type institution. And as someone who went, who got into that place through a temp company, I understand why it was nothing but immigrants in there. Because you want people in there working 14, 15, 16 hours shifts. Because trust me, when I got there at 630, you were supposed to get off at 3 o'clock. No, they come through there at 11 o'clock talking about, oh, you won't be getting out till 6. Wow. So now you're in there 6 to 6. Here they come at 1 o'clock talking about, no, you won't be getting out till 9. What? Now here, yeah. Mind you, this ain't big money. This is $9, $10 an hour. But what they throw out, what they throw out at you, overtime, 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 overtime. You know, overtime is great. Overtime is supposed to be a bonus. Mm -hmm. Overtime is not meant for you to have to come into your job and spend 60 hours a week to be able to pay all of your bills in one check and still have enough to get through to the next check. That's not what overtime is for. Labor laws, if you worked more than 40 hours a week, the employer was required to pay you that. Because labor laws, we are not required to work more than 40 hours full time. Right. That's why in, I think it was 15, it was either 14, 15, or 16, they got in there and got to messing with the labor laws and the overtime laws talking about what they could do for salaried employees. Because a lot of y'all don't understand, just because you're salaried, that is the company's terminology for not paying you what you're truly worth. Facts. Because when you're salaried, you are paid for X amount of hours worked per week. Every time I've been salaried, it has never been for 40 hours. It has always been for 50 or higher. So you're already paying me based on me working an additional 10 plus hours a week. But if I take what I'm supposed to be getting hourly, it comes out. And if you do the math, it will come out to more than what this supposed salary is supposed to be. But right. people hear salary and they think, Oh, well, I'm going to know what my check's going to be every two weeks. I can do X with this check. This No, that's I, I get it. I was there. I was one of those people. Still am. 
But you got to learn the game and you got to make sure that that salary is actually worth what you're giving away by being at an employer 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. When by law, we only got to be there 40 if we're full time. So when you get fired, get laid off, quit, whatever it is, and you make your way to a staffing agency, you got to try to wade through all the bullshit that's out there with these companies. There are companies that will charge you. They take a commission to get you somewhere. Of course, that's how they make money. Like you'll make exactly. like you'll make like twelve an hour, but they bill in the company for like thirty an hour. Exactly. And so a lot of people don't understand exactly how staffing agencies, A, make their money, and B, what type of contracts they have with the companies that they're staffing people for. There's been multiple national staffing agencies that have been sued, have class action lawsuits settled for discriminatory practices, Pretty much everything you could think of has happened with major staffing agencies. So if you find yourself, let's say Monday happens, you know, you get to work, something happens. By the time lunchtime comes, you ain't got no job. Most people, first thing they do, if they, at least in this day and age, if they don't head online to Indeed or Career Builder or Craigslist, they go to the nearest temp company. Staffing mm-hmm. agency, wherever wherever's close. So it's like these temp agencies, they, they're always going to be a need for them. There will always be a need for them as long as there's employment. Yeah, I don't think that temp agencies, uh, you know, in, in of themselves are bad. It's just I think that employers, you know, the way that they utilize them, meaning you'll have somebody that does a really good job for you and you'll have them on deck for 90 days or for 89 days or 178 or 79 days, then cancel them and then re-up the deal so you don't, you know, have to bring them all the way in. Meanwhile, you're, you know, you're still working them, you know. Now, some people like that because they want the flexibility, but for the most part, you know, people want, you know, well, that, you know, that work jobs would want to be a full-time and, you know, employee. Now, if you have a temp agent, like you said, that's an elite that has, you know, true benefits, then it's a win-win, you know, for everyone. But for the most part, you know, a lot of organizations use temps as a way of life, you know, to avoid, um, you know, having benefits for that worker and, and things of that sort. You know, I don't, I, I, that, that's a part of the game I don't feel. And that's the thing, because they know. And the whole point of covering this topic is just to give people a little bit more information to navigate through that, because you have to understand the company that you're running into. And I've been there. I've been in that position where I walked in and they laid off the whole team. So it was like, damn, you get nine o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Ten fifteen, you back out looking at. Let me go to McDonald's and give me a McGriddle and a frappe and figure out what the hell just happened. Right. And then while you sit in the parking lot, you know, with the McGriddle and the frappe, you look over there in the plaza. Boom! You see so and so temp agency. Well, let me go over here and see what they got. 
and boom, you pull on in there, and that's what it is. I've done it. I know I'm not the only one that's done it. But yeah. knowing now, knowing what I know now versus what I know then, the first thing you want to do, and we'll talk about this too, because um, pretty much we'll talk about the steps the whole show, but the first step you want to do if you walk into work and you unexpectedly lose your position, first thing you do is pull out your phone and you need to Google the best staffing agencies wherever you're at. If you're here in Northeast Ohio, you Google that. Wherever you're at in the country, in the world, listening, that's what you Google. And you research them. You look at the reviews. You reach, if, you, if there's people that are on like LinkedIn, something like that, because you should be on LinkedIn. You should be on professional social media. Facebook is not professional social media. At Instagram all. is not professional social media. If you are uh, any type of person with any type of credentials who has any hopes of any type of a career, whatever it is you're doing, you need to be on LinkedIn. And you probably need to go ahead and spend the money and upgrade to get the premium shit because it's worth it. But you reach out to people who work for that company, who've gotten positions, who've gotten hired in, and you ask them. This is a technology age. People are used to random strangers fucking messaging them for dick pics. You come <laughs> at somebody professionally, you know what I'm saying? You come at somebody professionally like, hey, I just lost this job. I was considering using this staffing agency. I saw your review on XYZ. I would like a little bit more information from you if you don't mind. All they can, the worst they can do is say no. Right. But nine times out of ten, if you've had a person that goes that far as to leave a review on Glassdoor, on CareerBuilder, on LinkedIn, on Indeed, on Google, if they're leaving reviews, then these people most likely would not mind you asking them a few more specific questions. Especially if it's an industry that you either or would desire to be in. Once you figure out who the best companies are, you have to narrow down the list and probably get your top five. And then you need to take a day and go to all five of them, whether online or in person. You probably need to do both. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Because it's like even when you walk in to find out you're done, it's it's a shock to the system. But you kind of, you know, the main thing is to to, to, to take action. You know, do you know how to use Microsoft Office? Can you use anything on your phone other than Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter? Ooh, facts. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't know how to use Excel. If you don't know how to use PowerPoint, you don't know what Outlook is, you're already in a world of hurt. Yeah, because you have what to the definitely, hell? you know, and the thing is that a lot of, if, if you're with a, de a, a decent organization, um, they have training, online training that you can take, you know, during downtime or whenever, as long as you log in, yeah. you can, you know, take advantage of that. A lot of the better companies, a lot of the better staffing agencies do have the ability for you to take um, 
different certifications or different classes that can help you get different certifications for free. But the the caveat might be you got to go to the spot. You got to go to where the staffing agency is. That's a very small price to pay for the ability to receive free training and to get a potential credential for free. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you're not working anyway. Exactly. You ain't got nothing but time on your hands. Like, you know? It's Friday. Like, you ain't got you, no job. Is, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got shit to do. You might as well. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. You know, Call like. Me yeah, and the thing is, you like, researching the company is definitely, the staff at ages is definitely true. important because, you know, some carriers, for you to, Work with them. They had you fill out paperwork and then hand you a cup to pee in off top. Mm-hmm. You know, right after you fill out, or even before you fill out the paperwork, it's like pissing this cup. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you're someone that you know oh, yeah. that has I a uh, a marijuana prescription, that could be a, a a challenge for you. And see here, and Matt, I'm glad you brought that up because I really was going to bring that up towards the end of the show. We'll circle back to that. But the whole medical marijuana here, at least in the state of Ohio brings up a whole different can of worms with these staffing agents. We'll touch on that towards the end of the show. But right now, we're still researching the company. So while you're doing that, you need to look at what exactly it is that you bring to the to the team. What is it about you that is going to make a staffing agency want to place you over someone else exactly you will have you got to remember cut the staff agent is way more cutthroat than just applying off of indeed or career builder there you know you got random strangers you don't know what it is you walk into a staffing agency that specializes in what you want to do everybody in there is just as good if not better than you right and hungry Exactly. Like very hungry, you know what I'm saying? So I would advise people to try to get with a placement agency. You know, versus a staffing agency. I mean, it, it you know, it's they they do a similar but a placement agency, their main job is to try to get you in the job, period. You know. And or really with the with the headhunter or the professional headhunter. I was gonna say you're talking about more sophisticated types of ways to get a job through temporary means. And a lot of people don't realize that those options are out there. But the thing is, some of those, especially like the headhunters, some of those, most all of those cost some type of money. And most people... The average person I know probably are, when you look at customer service, when you look at retail, gas stations, everything that goes in that, you don't get headhunted for those positions. You know, if you've been, let's say you've been working at Shell gas station for four years, but the franchisee, that owned the station where you worked 
sold it to the corporation, back to corporate. So it's no longer a franchise store, it's a corporate store. And corporate has different policies than Entirely. your former business. You probably can't even get the gig. Exactly. So now you're out of a job. Now, when you think about working at a shell for four years, if you're not a shift manager, store manager, if you don't have some type of title, people, especially in certain staffing companies, they look at you like, well, why were you there for four years? Well, A, I probably had benefits. I was getting paid. I was able to pay stuff. People stay in jobs because they're able to do most of the time what they need to do. People also stay in their jobs because they can be complacent. They can have settled. And corporate taking over might be the shot in the arm that you needed to try to upgrade your skills. So here you are back out on any street trying to job hunt, and it's the 21st century. Man. You don't know how to use, you know what I'm saying? You don't know how to use Excel or PowerPoint because... The systems that they had in the gas station was from 1997. Right. You was at a cash The only thing that was high-tech in there was the count on the cigarettes and the liquor and the chip readers for the cars. That was the only thing that was high-tech. You guys know, you'll walk in any... Now, next time you walk into a gas station, walk, look in that bitch. Look around and see how low-tech most of these gas stations are. Unless it's a, a wider brand, unless it's a Speedway, a Shell, a Marathon. And even some of those, you can tell who the franchises are of those stores versus the corporation, the corporate stores. Because you know what? Those franchises don't got half the shit a corporate store has. No, they don't. They really you don't. Like, where's the we're the Fluffy Machine. Lucky Machine, ain't nobody clean behind that counter in 18 years. Right. Um, you so, know? So Nicole in Atlanta says she wished more people would go to trade school. You know, that's a great point. That is a great, great point because trade schools are what is needed. People with trade. Because a lot of these staffing companies are into manufacturing a lot of them are in industrial industry and a lot of that area is becoming automated and they need people to learn how to run those machines to learn how to troubleshoot to learn how to you know fix them how to build them so it's not as if people are like you you, you got a lot of people hearing about oh they're taking jobs actually no Jobs are being taken if you're choosing not to upgrade your script. Your Facts. So if you're sitting in that coal plant, coal mining plant, pissed off because every time you hear renewable energy, the only thing that you can think about is the fact that you're losing a job, that's on you. Right. Because you know what? For all of that renewable, sustainable energy, they're going to need people to learn how to do the shit. Yeah. There's going to be people that need to learn how to climb up on them damn wind tunnels and fix them. Because they still have to be maintained. Exactly. They have to just be maintained. Like on the West Coast, just like on the West Coast, solar panels are huge on the West Coast. California, they can put a damn lien on your house. 
if you get solar panels and don't pay for them. Solar panels can be taken out using a mortgage. You can put out a, uh, uh, take out a second mortgage on your house to get solar panels. Yeah, like we have one of my uh, one of my boys I'm at the school with. That's what he he's been doing the solar panels for years. They go all over the country and installing solar panels, maintaining and solar panels. That's it, big. All and I bet you, since you've known him, all he's seen is nothing but growth. Yeah. Because you know what? Where the fuck is the sun going? Uh, nowhere. Exactly. Not for our lifetime I mean, in about a million other lifetimes. <laughs> the sun should be up there. Exactly. So it go so Nicole is absolutely right. People should not turn their noses up at trade schools, at looking at the local community college, the JVSs, and looking to see what type of certifications they can get for cheap for little or nothing. Because yeah. I tell you what, a certification as a certified Microsoft Office specialist starts you out at fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Business, I over, wish that over, over a broad that's been an office manager for twenty years, and she's just now making fifty thousand a year. Just you can go to certified Microsoft Office specialist and come in making that. Yeah. That is, that's what you need to be focusing on. Not only that, but I mean, it's a variety of industries. Like, you know, like you said, mortgage industry, insurance industry, financial services, stockbrokers, things of that sort. Mm -hmm. You do that. You know what I mean? Like it take you maybe a month or two to get, you know, certified in those industries and you're making a lot of money or or a decent amount of money. You can live. You don't need a college degree for those industries. No, you just need to have a clean background and the ability to pass the test and get certified. That's for it. Everything. All of that insurance, like you said, stockbroking, mortgages, real estate agents, all of that. You don't need a degree to get into those industries. You just need to figure out where it is in your state. You can go take the classes for cheap or find a company that you can come in that wants a customer service rep or somebody entry level that's going to pay for you to take the classes because that's what your training is. You take the class for a week, two weeks, and then boom, they'll send you out to the testing spot somewhere around Northeast Ohio, either Case Western or Bagley out there in Middleburg Heights because there's a couple of them out here. You might have to drive out to, what is that, um, Fair, Fair... Fairline? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but it's it's so many things now that do not require a degree that you can get into and you can take care of yourself and feed your family, you know. But they really don't. You know, I think that you know Generation X, you know, Zennials and Millennials were scammed into going to college. You know, when they defunded like trade programs and things of that sort. You know, I think it was done by the banks. To be honest with you. To, to convince two, three generations of people to take out this debt, you know, because it really wasn't yeah. needed. It, I mean, honestly, I mean, because like, like me and you, like particularly myself, I got college education, but I'm in the industry mm -hmm. and my job function does not require none of that shit. Exactly. At exactly. all. Exactly. And it's like I'm not even doing what I wanted, what I went for. You know, I went for political science and economics. Wow. So. Exactly. <laughs> but those industries, like, you know, are so subjective. It's, it's so subjective. 
You know, and they are. If, if you're not willing to play the game, you're not going to get little or any go through in those industries at all. You know, no. especially you politics. Know, a coworker of, <laughs> of mine said something that was very, it was very profound. And I understood it. I totally got it when he said it. Because he's got a scam coding too. So he said, what I said, he to start that school and he's going for ultrasound technician. Now that, that he's, it's going to take him a long time to get. And he was like, yeah, because I wanted to make sure time I found something that was receptive. And myself, that's exactly what people need to be thinking about something when that's it not comes going away. to where they're going to spend 40 hours a week. You really need to be thinking whether you're self-employed Or if you want a long-term career. You know. You you want to do something. And being able to take care of stuff the way that you want to. Yeah, absolutely. You, you have to be smart with it. Uh, that being said, we're gonna we're gonna head to commercial. When we come back, we're gonna talk more about uh, temp agencies and long and people that you know are long term temping and the effects that that has on the overall economy. It's Jilt Radio, and we at Radio dot com. Yo, what's up? What's up, bro? How you? Man, I swear, I know you ain't just called my phone crying. You've got Man, Sharita birthday tomorrow, bro. I'm still broke as hell, son. So what you calling me for? Go get her something. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no money. I mean, I got I got a few dollars. Well, that's all you need. Call Jazzy Marie. Oh, for what? Uh, Jazzy Marie do my baby mama's nails, her hands and her feet. Man, I bet she be looking rough too. She dig that, bro. Quit playing, bro. Man, look, I'm about to give you her number. Hold on. It's 440-454-4034. Her name Jazzy Marie. Jazzy Marie. Alright, what's what's the what's the what's the number again, man? What's that code too? The number is 440-454-4034. Okay. The promo code, if you want to save ten dollars, okay. don't forget. I need that man. Capital J M Squeeze. Squeeze, okay. All right. Thank you, man. JM Squeeze. Hey, man, you my best friend. Man. What's her you, name man. again? Jazzy Marie, man. Okay. I love her too, man. Thank y'all, man. Man, stop crying and get yourself a job or something. Broke ass, man. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 to 9. 
216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp, Councilman Ernest L. Smith, and King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 to 9. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at Radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Moop, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Moop, 6 to 8, we at Radio.com. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. WeUpRadio.com. That Ghost the Don EP nice as f- Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost the Don. Yeah, that's just called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that right now. Fuck that I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost the Don. Ghost D A D O N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gonna quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gonna kill the right one. It's gonna be on. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to hear. You know, I ain't got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them. <laughs> if, if another nice, man That's a nice bulge Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants And talked about his package That's gay as hell that's It ain't no gay. understanding yeah, That's gay, that's gay So, and then she said, I'm not gay I said, but that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment Right I understand <laughs> that you appreciate a woman's body But from my perspective That wasn't just a comment That was homoerotic <laughs> Right <laughs> Damn erotic. Yeah, yeah right. That yeah, was, right. that made me think yeah. of a threesome Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, WeUpRadio.com. Topic every fucking Man, you hate the radio. Shit. I despise what? it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1. Are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1. Tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Clutch Saturdays players. at 1 p.m. That's what's up. So I'll tune in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I check. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do. 
but there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's own Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my words. Make sure you enter my world with caution. Joke the Radio, sponsored by Follow Black Dollars and presented by Risk Work Custom. Go to www.followblackdollars.org to find out more about the Follow Black Dollars movement. Once you lock arms and become a member, you will receive 10% off all products and services from Follow Black Dollars members, and you will then give a 10% discount to fellow members. All Follow Black Dollars members will receive a t-shirt and a stamper where you will stamp all dollars you receive and uh, redistribute them (laughs) back in the money supply. Anyone who presents a stamped dollar to a Follow Black Dollars member will receive the same 10% discount on all products and services. Join the Follow Follow Black Dollars movement today. What up? We back. We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about temp agencies and uh long term temping. And and at one point I temped um for almost three years. And it ended up being like that because the position was for a sub a substitute teacher. And the company the staffing company that they went through was a company that was in uh, in Beachwood, and this was before. Uh, yeah, this was a while ago. And um, one of the main reasons that I ended up staying the way that I did was a because it was a sub position, so you know it's the school year. So when, when when I first got into it, she said it's going to be, it initially was only supposed to be for, I think, eight weeks because someone was going to be out on maternity leave. And this was a school for uh, 
problematic kids, the kids who couldn't sit, stay in regular school. They had, they had to come to these schools. These were, um, uh, what are they, what are they calling out here? Positive education programs. And, um, yeah, these kids would just act all types of 24 care retarded. They would spit, talk shit, you know, throw stuff. So when I got there, you know, I wasn't on nothing bad. And I had to let them little niggas know off top, like, look, I'm just here temporarily. I don't have, you know, I'm not a teacher. Technically, I'm not. I don't, I'm just here through the Saturday So all of that shit that got y'all put out of wherever y'all was at, you can't get that off of me because, see, I'll put you through one of these walls on you. And I don't have no record. So they're going to let me out. So you might get that off in that other class, but not today. Right. By the time I left there, you know, those kids, those kids loved me. By the time I left out there, even that after that day, they were like, okay, yeah, yeah. Because, see, you got to understand, y'all are children. And I'm here to help you. And I'm probably one of the only people that you'll see during the day that might give a tenth of an iota of a fuck about you because you're a child. Because trust and believe, if you motherfuckers were grown, it wouldn't be not a not who, what? Okay, whatever, keep it moving. But because you're the kid, what they say, Wu-Tang is for the kids. Right. The kids in the future, and kids got to understand when they are kids that they are kids. Facts. And all this rigmarole and all that extra shit is the reason why a lot of these kids is walking around, can't handle somebody talking about them, wanting to kill themselves, all these problems. I watch it and I'm like, and then when I see the open houses and I see the families, I was just like, yeah, that explains all this shit. Exactly. These motherfucking developers are fucking morons. Completely. You know what I'm saying? And kids see everything. People act like kids don't see shit. Them kids see shit. Your daughters are sitting there watching you getting ran through by whatever nigga of the week you done found. Uh, uh, get them man. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's sitting there watching that shit, and your ass is so sitting there. You making, you making your daughter you hold the camera. <laughs> you making her hold man. the camera while you take the uh, while you take the booty pic with you looking back. Not only that, but then your ass gets so pissy, fucking fucked up, drunk, drug high, whatever it is. You don't even realize the nigga sitting there touching your daughter. Exactly. And then get mad but when the daughter tell you. When the daughter tell you what it is. Show. You gonna be that's trying to take my man. Show. I'm twelve, yeah. mama. <laughs> exactly. I'm a child. But that's that's what I'm saying. So when I went into this school through this temp agency dealing with these kids, I'm I understand there's kids. A lot of those teachers love those kids. A lot of them are well, not a lot of them. A few of them were there for the checks, and there was a couple of young ones that this was their first gig out of college. So not I just wanted to let them kids understand, not every adult has is out to get you or is bad, no. regardless of what you may see in your everyday life when you're not here. But when you're here during this six and a half hours and I got to deal with you, you're gonna do whatever the fuck it is. But I that's the thing, you know. A lot of these, a lot of these children don't have healthy relationships with adults anyway, so they don't know the role, you know. Or a lot of no, parents want to be, a lot of parents want to be their kids' friend and be cool with them and stuff. Well, because a lot of them was kids when they had the kids. But see, that's a whole different topic on a whole nother. Man. Show. And 
<laughs> we have to get back on course. <laughs> For those that's new to the show, we we, we tend to yeah, veer. We do that. We do that. We get into it. That's what we do. We veer. We go in and out. But we get we, we get there. We take the scenic route to where we trying yeah, to go. It's you know, because most of the time we consider- most of the time we smoking and riding. So you know what I'm saying. So right. So, right. so you, North, like the people in Northeast Ohio can can if y'all remember Neil Zerker and his one tank trip. Right. That's our show. <laughs> that's, what that's what y'all consider this. That is our there, show. We're stopping off hours. on the side of the road. <laughs> And uh, we got two hours. We got a full tank. Right. Now so we, we down. Now look. Now we got about an hour to go. So we got half a tank left. No doubt. We'll, we'll get there. But um. But particularly like on the West Coast, you have a lot of um industries that you know their their mo their mo is temp employees. Like you may have a whole mm-hmm. center. You have entire centers that may do work for a particular customer. But they're all temps, mm-hmm. and that, and a lot of that is due to labor laws, and a lot of that is due to pure unadulterated capitalism. Because Facts. in American and American greed, because as I as I said in the top of the hour, when I talked about that place that 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 ice rateable place where you could go in at six six thirty in the morning and not leave that bitch till nine ten o'clock at night because they come through periodically and say. Oh, well, instead of getting off at three, you work six to three, which is a decent shit. You know, you get an hour lunch, but that's not what it was. It was six to, uh, six to what? Two thirty in a, in a greenhouse. So all we were doing were picking, um, plants, picking flowers, you know, that's all you're doing. Standing there on those foam mats picking flowers for 16 hours because places need flowers. These floral shops need their flowers. You need flowers. Cemeteries need flowers. Everybody needs flowers. But you know what? Because ain't no skill required in picking flowers, the people that own it don't feel that you need to make a decent enough amount of money for picking flowers. They want to pay you pennies. Right. They feel like picking flowers is something they could get kids out there to do for free. Uh huh. So They'd be like, "We're gonna have orange slices for lunch, y'all!" Yay! So essentially, <laughs> that's what ends up happening with these companies. They don't want to pay, and as and as an American, you feel like you're entitled to be able to make money if you're working 16, 14, 15, 12 hours a day. You should be able to make some good money, but see, when it comes down to it, you're not making any money. Because a lot of y'all don't even have your damn W-4s and I-9s set up to where your tax deductions are set up, right, to where you're getting the right amount of money coming out to check in the first damn place based on your bracket that you're in. Because if you single no dependents, whatever bracket you're in, you're getting the shit taxed out of you. So if you're single no dependents and you work 14-hour days, and you get a check that's a hundred and some odd hours, how much of that do you think it is going to taxes? Man, you getting destroyed. Exactly. So you ain't you worked all that just to pay taxes. Yeah. You know, and then you have like like a lot of the factories, they hit you with the mandatory overtime. Well, we're gonna work the next mm-hmm. three months straight. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not it's not worth it. So here's the thing. 
who's going to be happy to do those types of jobs? People that may not have everything that they need. They may be illegal immigrants. They may be in the process because, see, before Jackass got in here, a lot of these people that talk shit online don't know how the asylum process works. And to be honest with you, they still don't fucking know. So this was a process that could take years because that's how slow shit was. Then you had this jackass come in and fuck everything up and make the process even worse. And see, people don't understand in order to seek asylum in the country, you had to be here. You have to be on U.S. soil. You right. can't seek asylum for any country in the world. You can't email it in. Without being there. You can't go to freaking Serbia. You can't be in Serbia right now and say you want to apply for uh, for asylum to Canada. You're not in Canada. You're still in Serbia. You got to get to Canada to apply for asylum. Do people know what asylum means? Apparently not. I don't think they know. They really don't. They don't know what any. They don't know what it means. They just know what they're being told and what they're being seen. But anyway, these are the people that are doing these jobs at this grow place. Right. Because I met a bunch of them. Okay. I met a bunch of them, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, y'all are the only ones that are going to be in here doing this because I'm not going to come back to this shit. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I am not I about to pick cotton. Six o'clock in the morning. You know I'm not picking I got cotton. Six in the morning, and I'm not leaving until 10 o'clock at night. I'm not coming back in this motherfucker. You must be crazy. Wow. And so, we were going to talk about how many people that weren't the immigrants walked out during the course of that, because I told you that was how they did it. They would come through get six in the morning. They come through about 11 o'clock right before lunch to say, okay, you're not leaving at 2.30. Or, yeah, at 2.30, you're leaving at 6. What? Okay, so you like, okay, well, you might suck that up, because, okay, I'll take this extra little four hours. And then here they come again, not six, but nine. What? You have to make quota. Yeah, man, exactly. it's um, it's is you know exactly. we, we you know these are the sweatshops of the, of America, but then we want to sit exactly. back and tell people that uh, we're such a advanced society and this is the best place on earth. Nah, man, we a shithole country and been a shithole country man. since the late eighties, at least, man, at least we, because we, of because of like these industries, you know, these industries yeah. want to you know they say you know, go back to where you came from if you don't like it or what have you, which is such a racist situation statement. Go back where you came from, you know, but then on the flip side, you know, you'll have ICE come in and raid these jobs, take these people out, but then they're not taking the owners in handcuffs. Management should have been taken out in handcuffs off top because you knew these people were not citizens. But that didn't happen. But that never happens. You never, you you, you never see the... You, you never see the white business owner had to, had walked out doing the perp walk for hiring all of those um, illegal people, ever. No. But you want to punish the workers. You want to punish the brown workers. Should be doing. You know, or, that's, or, that's or, 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 or vilify the brown worker, you know, exactly. or the, or the Asian worker. Like, well, it should have been. It should have been. Well, they should have been doing this. Well, how about you go down there and you do it? Oh, because you got a year and a half of school and didn't quite finish that associate. You think you're better? Then no. Because you lucked into you lucked into an administrative or a management position at fifteen to seventeen dollars an hour. Or you slept your way to the top. 
but but you're somehow better than somebody that's coming here that's willing to work for pennies on the dollar willing and do what to. they got to no do. No questions asked. Because I'm like, work I told you, I back to that motherfucker. You're not going to come in there and tell me I've been started this bitch at 6 in the morning and I'm not leaving until 10 o'clock at night. Are you crazy? I don't yeah. get home till t- What? What? Yeah. What if I had kids? But that's the you thing. I mean, I you know, a- you want to penalize people that are essentially slaves. Exactly. But the, and vilify these people, you know. But you don't vilify the business owner that that, that is a slaveholder, you know. Essentially, exactly. you know, the, the, they're exactly. the new slaves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, exactly. it, but it's levels to it in this economy. I mean, this is a slave economy for sure, you know. But yeah. like when people say you're gonna work nine to five, oh nope, ten ten. Oh yeah, you're gonna work three straight months, <laughs> no no right. time off, and then we'll think about hiring you into the company. And then and you the you have companies is, in Northeast Ohio that do that that that, that hire you. That's what oh, that's one of these places. That's the place that I'm just been talking about. It's Southern right Ohio that uh you that, that attempt you for like a year or two, and then be like, okay, oh, you yeah. good? Yeah. Oh, we couldn't find that for you. They're they're moving in a different direction. Or you'll let you go and then call you back two days later. Come on back. Mm-hmm. And see, that's why, so we talked about the first step being you got to research the companies. After you research the companies and you figure out which side you're going to put your application into, then you got to make sure that your resume is right and you need to start working on upgrading your skills. Hopefully, one of the five places that you pick will allow you to do some type of free training while doing it. Meaning you can learn Excel, you can learn PowerPoint, you can do some type of upgrade to your skill set. That is nothing but a benefit to you. Other than that, that's why I'm asking got no job right now. Right. So once you figure out what companies you're putting in for, more than you need to go up there and here comes the same process that goes along with a direct hire company, the onboarding process. Right. Now you got to figure out, you got to reach out to these people, you know, go up there, see exactly what their process is of going about getting you a job. And how soon are you going to be back looking at a pay to the order of? That's what you have to do post haste after you figure out which ones you're going to be applying to. Once you start the onboarding process, people don't understand. I touched on it in the beginning of the show and a little bit more now here. The onboarding process with these staffing companies have gotten just as bad as regular direct hire. Because now you go in, you get set up, you fill out the staffing company's application. You got to give copies of your resume, whatever else you got to do. Then you take tests of whatever 
that particular staffing company specializes in. So if you're going into a, a company that specializes in administrative placement, then you're going to be, trust and believe, you're going to be sitting in front of a computer doing something, some type of Microsoft something. Right, you about to take a whole bunch of typing tests, whole bunch yep. of Excel tests, Word, all yep. of that. And if you're not, if you not, if you can't do what you say you do, you just wasted two hours of your life. Two hours of your whole life that you will never get that back. Because a lot of people still rely on their resume. And I told y'all a few shows ago, that's not what you want to do. Right. You don't want to put down any type of skills, anything that you don't have, because in this day and age, they're going to find out. Okay? Yeah, they're going to put you to the test. Exactly. You're going to look real damn stupid when you go in there talking about you can type 88 words a minute, and that damn (laughs) typing test come back 40 at 34. 34? Man, to sitting in front of a keyboard. Okay, that's not what that translates to. That translating to you get the get the hell up out of here, man. Quickly, <laughs> I mean straight, fast, in a hurry. For real. So, so yeah, the main. I mean, yeah. You go through that spot. You go through your testing. Now you can. Re- this is when, and that's the other thing too. It's only when um, you actually go to the staffing agency and you do whatever testing or whatever else they want you to do. That's the only time that you're going to get any type of an idea of how long that it may take to find you something. Gone are the days where you could walk into Kelly Services or Snyder Blake and manpower. be starting, you know, manpower, be starting at a job the next day or two days or that same week. Those days are gone. Yeah, like back in the day, you, you know, could you could go there, you'll go there on a Monday, do your paperwork, then you'll have an interview on Wednesday, and then you'll know something by Friday, and they'll, and they'll call you on Friday and say, okay, you start Monday. That's like a you week. start here, Monday. That's how it used to be. You know, it ain't like that you'll no get a paycheck more. within like three weeks, so you may mm-hmm. you may not miss a beat for real. Now, but that's how it used to be. Now you can forget it. Now, as I said in the beginning, these companies you'll spend a month trying gotten, to get an interview with the tip agency. They've gotten just as bad as direct hire. It could take six weeks for you to be out day one at the job. And even then, and even if you get that that gig then, who knows when you get a check? Because see, some of these companies like, especially when you're temp, they like to um, play around and with the pay with the pay schedule and have you getting paid every week, while normally the normal pay structure for the place. Is every two weeks. 
So uh, Nicole in Atlanta just sent me something. She said, interviewer, why do you want this job? And then she, her answer was, I've always been passionate about being able to afford food. Exactly. Hey, for those tuning in, you know, um, on, on Mixler, we got a chat room. You can get into the Mixler chat room and interact with us. You can call in 216-772-3393 and give you a take. Again, 216-772-3393. We'll get you in. Or, again, you can download the Mixler app uh, and chat with us. Uh, today, once again, we're talking uh, temp agencies and the whole temping culture. You know, not pimping, temping. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's a lot of pimping and temping. It really is. <laughs> it really is, you know. But like you were saying, it could take you six weeks to even start a job. And then, like you said, it could be three weeks before you get a one-week paycheck. So you're looking at a nine-week situation where you're not getting no income. Yeah. You know, really, nine weeks. So, like, what do you do, you know? And that's when people... People don't. People start doing some shit. That's when you gotta look at the 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 dregs of the tent agents. That's when you gotta go in places like um, what is the name of this place? Uh, Minute Man. Man, so Minute Man. That's straight slavery. But they pay you every day. They'll get you in. They'll get you in that day. But you gotta be up there at like five o'clock in the morning. And you fighting with like 50, 60 other people, depending on where that minute man branch is at. Right. And you doing all type of stuff. You 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 painting walls. Yep. You cutting grass. It's whatever they need. Whatever, whatever. you've done that day, that's where you'll be. Right. You breaking down swishers. <laughs> whatever they man. want you to do. <laughs> Whatever they want whatever you to do, you might you mopping the floor at a peep show, something, whatever yeah. it is. Honestly, I mean, you know, I'm not exaggerating. They have you do, you be doing all type of, all type of uh, jobs that the average American would be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And then you might get like thirty nine dollars in the day because a straight minimum wage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> straight minimum uh, minimum wage. When you have to look at um, at breaking down and finally going to a place like Minuteman, it is it's fucked up because everything that you're going to be doing is nine times out of ten going to be some bullshit. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you'll be able to do about it. And that that's the fucked up thing about it. And staffing companies like Minutemen know that yeah. people want to work. So they don't they know. They'll they've made a business out of People wanting to take whatever. Yeah. And they're actually one of those companies that will pay you in cash. Shoot, Scamco ain't looking at them like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, cause that's what they'll do. Like, they'll pay 
in cash or talking about that same day. Anytime you see him hollering about same day pay, oh, well, what are y'all getting on the back end? Man, shit. They probably had you sacking up weed. Man. <laughs> same day. <laughs> same man. day. I mean, I'm telling you, you man, you? shoot, you working for Luther. <laughs> You working for Luther? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm telling you, tell you, Scam Code Inc. Look at look at them companies like, man, I can't even do you like that. <laughs> you know, <yeah. laughs> at all. Oh my now, god! See, it's funny that you said though this, what you said about the trimming the plant because see, in states where marijuana is legal, there are jobs. For people to pick the plants. Yeah. There's places out here that staff people based on whether or not they're going to spend the day picking this uh, plant. The place out here, I had a friend tell me he went to a temp agency and the place, that's what they wanted him to do was trim the marijuana buds. Oh, my God. But, but they were only offering $10 an ounce. And he said the messed up thing about it is if it wasn't so far out, It'd be worth it just because you standing there clipping weed all day. Like what a job! Like you put right. You you pookie. Right. <laughs> I mean, like have people in there right. butt naked. And it's like get out the way, move, nigga. Like you, you um, pookie man. <laughs> no, I'm just now trying to tell you, damn. Dog to get out the way. He think every time I get up, here he comes. It's like having a child. We win, we win. Make it to the other chair. Damn. Man. I'm gonna sit with you. Listen with you. And here he comes. I'm sit right on my feet. But um, no. So when it if it gets to that point where you got to look at one of those um. Minuteman type places, same day type payment places. That is truly, and you have to keep it in mind, that is truly the definition of temporary work. That is not something that you want to get, you know, complacent in because you think, okay, now I'm find something. No, you still need to be checking in and calling the temp agencies that you went ahead and started the onboard process with. You, you did the application, you did their testing, you need to be calling them at least once a week, preferably twice a week, because you want to try to call them on a Monday or a Wednesday and see if there's anything that can be placed, because gone are the days where they just call you up and say, okay, we found somewhere for you. You'll start here on Monday. No, you got to make them understand that you want to be placed more than the next individual so you need to call them that's probably the staffing agencies 
are probably the only places now that you can actually call and check on the job and they won't hang up on you. Right. Because you damn sure can't call anywhere else asking about a job. They're going to tell you, we'll, don't call us, we'll call you. We'll e they'll tell you to check your email. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that. slow walk your ass. Mm -hmm. So, mm. the ability for a lot of these people to understand that pimping is not, it doesn't have to be something detrimental to you. It can be a benefit. You just have to make sure that you pick the right company. And when you go into these staffing agencies, you really have to make it clear what your requirements are for pay, for benefits, for temp to hire, permanent hire, direct hire. You can let these companies know, hey, I don't want anything that's just a temporary two-month deal. Only consider me for, for companies that are looking at direct hire. And they'll put you in that category. Only put me in the category where they tend to hire, but no, nothing else. Okay, well, temporarily tend to hire means that you can come in and it's a temporary position, but the company has the option to hire you if you give them a reason to. Right. I think people see tend to hire and think that they're automatically supposed to be hired in, and I think that's a product of back in the day that that is what tent to hire meant. It used to mean that. It used to mean that if they brought in somewhere tent to hire, that usually meant you had to be there 60 to 90 days, maybe 120 days, maybe six months, and then you were hired in. A lot of companies out here in Illyria Not the case. used to do that. Back in the day, GM and Ford used to do that. Now? Not so much. I now? Mean, that, uh, man, they, they will slow roll you for a year and a half. Yeah, you used to, back in the day, when you got hired in at Ford and GM and U.S. Steel, you didn't have to pass no test. You just had to come in there and work because it was manufacturing. Yeah, you, you come in there, learn the job, and work hard. And, and you get hired. Work, and you got hired in. Now, you can forget it. If you get in there, and I got friends that have worked at four plants since we was in high school, so they didn't been there. They, these people can retire. They're looking at getting ready to retire. So the fact that all they talk about is how this new, the all the new people that come in and the way that people come in and think that, okay, I'm at a Ford, I'm at a GM, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to come in and make $20 an hour. I'm about to be able to buy a new, brand new car which is all true. Because once you get in, especially once you get in a part of the union, your money's guaranteed. But see, you got to have seniority, meaning you got to be there five years. Yeah, you got to pay your dues. Right. So they get in there, and now most of them don't last a full 60 days. No. And I said, I was talking to my one friend last week, and he was telling me, he was like, no, because they come in here, and they think that they don't have to work. They think that they're just going to stand around and talk and be on their phone and they don't understand that this is a factory and there's you have to be you have to be vigilant in the factory because those machines 
you know, if you make one false move, you can actually die in them joints. You know what I'm saying? So you have to really exactly. be about your business. Plus, you got deadlines to hit. You have to, you know, meet those production goals. They're not playing. Exactly. Because especially when you look at something that's as big as a GM or Ford or a steel plant, like this shit is not, you're not just at freaking Foot Locker no. where you can take the time. No, you are doing a job that requires a skill level that you need to pay attention to. And you that means you don't point. get to be on your own phone. That means you don't get to be on Facebook all day. You don't get to be on Instagram. You don't get to be on Snapchat all day. Well, that's the thing. You have a, we, we have a generation of, of, we got a couple generations of people that were not doing, you know, labor-intensive jobs. It was it was mental, you know. And with the with the factory job, it's a combination, but it's a but it's you know it's labor intensive. You have to keep up with the machine because the machine is gonna keep going whether you're going or not. Yeah. You know that's how people lose lose fingers and limbs and shit because you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention because you're worried about some other shit. So he right. was like, yeah, they usually last. He was like, if they last more than a month, I'm surprised. He was like, but they don't normally last more than two months. And I said, and I understand that because it's just like you said, there's people don't understand the labor intensive work that is with coming into um, manufacturing and working in factories. This is the type of shit that I understood and realized at an early age was not for me. Yeah, you know, that because shit was not I, for me at all. The first time they told me I had to go, I was going to this factory out in Avon and I needed to have a pair of safety goggles i needed to have a pair of steel toe boots i'm like what so i'm going to walmart trying to find all this stuff i tell you what i stayed just long enough to get a, a full two-week check and that was it it was out what I, was, what I was not built for is standing in the factory walking around in some heavy ass fucking boots hot as hell ain't no air Oh, flies and shit. That's not for me. I'm and not working with and working with chemicals. You know, you may have a oh. vat a chemical splash in your face and rip your face off. Man, now I'm good. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I was cool. You know, so I knew years ago that, that type of stuff was not for me. But the thing is, now people don't they don't think along the lines of whether or not the job is going to be a good fit for them when they go to these staffing agencies. You have to understand, it's not like how it was. The staffing agencies are there to make money. The only way that they are going to make money is by placing quality, qualified people into the contracts that they have. So if you're dealing with some mom-and-pop agency that you've never heard of, and they're telling you that they have this job that's going to be from 8 to 5 every day and it's going to pay you $17 an hour, but you got to pass the drug test and you got to come down here and fill out this paperwork and take the Microsoft test and make sure you know how to use Excel and PowerPoint and know what Outlook is. And then you go and find out this is not nowhere near what they said it was. The, the Indeed ad, the career builder ad was nothing what it was. This is one of these places that want, want you to go stand outside of Walmart with a kid identity fingerprint kit. And a box of toys for toys for tots. So researching the companies that you get in bed with when it comes to temping and staffing is key because you don't want to be in that situation. And how do I know that? That shit happened to me. 
Yeah, talk all that good shit. We get out there, get to the place Monday. It's me and about 10 other people. And we're in the office with about 15 other people. And we have um, morning pastries and juices and a pep meeting. And then they get to breaking down what the day is going to be like. And next thing I know, I hear this some bitch talking about. And AYZ is going to be in this car. And you guys are going out to Worcester. And then you're going to be at <laughs> what? what? Huh? Man, and they just sent what, you to the four the, corners of the earth. What the hell do I need to go out to Worcester for? No doubt. You and ended up out. in Worcester at a Walmart with fingerprint kit, trying to get these Mennonite and white to, to sign up to keep their kids from getting snatched. Right. Or you go to the uh, the spot where the loud music is playing, and then they give you these coupon books to sell. Straight yeah. jug. Everybody got vision boards up and shit. And <laughs> and about how when they started, they came in and now they're this white, this, and they made whatever. No. <coughs> no. Man. Hey, yo, yo, shout out to everybody listening. Um, Juked Radio. If you can catch up on all of our past episodes on Spotify and Stitcher. So if you have the Spotify app, you can definitely uh check us out there. You know, and catch up with the different topics that we're that we're discussing. You know, man, we definitely appreciate y'all listening for sure. No, no question. You know what I'm saying? So today, again, today's topic is temp agencies and people. You know that are you know long term temp workers and just the overall effect it has on you. I mean, can you imagine working somewhere for like nine months and you don't have benefits at all, and if you miss a day, you're done. That's absurd. That's what symptoms is. That's, but that, you know what, though? That also happens to people who are not working at a temp job right now, working at a direct hire, have been hired in and been there for nine months and don't have insurance. Why? Because the shit is too damn expensive. Yeah. And it don't cover anything. Yeah, it really doesn't. It barely covers an office visit. And don't, and don't get sick. I mean, exactly. a friend of mine... You know, particularly, you know, we're going to uh, rewind to the insurance industry. If you work for a lot of, like, the the, the big-name uh, local agents for, like, the big-name companies, uh, like, let's say, for example, a State Farm, perhaps, or, or, you know, and I don't want to, like, throw them under the bus or nothing like that, but a lot of those um, people don't offer benefits at all, you know? They don't offer benefits at all. A friend of mine, um, you know, she had a stroke, and, she like, she's really messed up. And she's a professional with years of experience. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Well, a lot of years of experience, so it's just you really have to, you know, you know, you know, watch those opportunities, you know. And but they have you working like a like a full blown employee, you know. You'll be working forty hours in the whole nine, but you know because they don't have, they don't have so many employees, they got that loophole. You know, they and have the loophole where they don't have to enough. offer you like the health benefits, and and, and you know as we get older. Health benefits is real. I mean, I was I was down for about three and a half days, you know, due to a health situation. And you know, thank God I had you know health benefits where I could just sit back and focus on recovering. I sat back and focused on recovery, you know. But a lot of people don't don't have that, and you literally you literally work yourself to death. Trust and believe. I and doing where I'm at now at the scam link, I have the ability to talk to people about their health care every single day. And I hear the stories. I hear them every single day. And it's messed up that as a country, we have let 
the health insurance gets to where it's at because people literally are losing their lives because they do not have the ability to sustain decent health care. And you actually have people that argue against making it mandatory for us to be able to have it. Move to Canada. Well, you know what? We are the only civilized country in the world that does not have some type of a universal health care for its citizens to be able to stay healthy. Because as a country, for some reason, we have yet to recognize that healthy people live longer. Yeah, they healthy live longer and, 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 and more money. Yeah, and you give a better performance yeah, on the job. Money if you sick. 50% of the bankruptcies in this country are because people are outdone by freaking medical bills. Yeah. 50%. Think about that. Think about that number. All of the bankruptcies in this country, every time somebody files bankruptcy, every time two people file bankruptcy, one of them is filing because they got outstanding-ass medical bills that have ruined their life. Man. Because they got sick. You should not have to lose everything that you worked for because you got fucking sick. You shouldn't, but that's but that's the reality in this country. Or it may not be you. It may be a child. Your child may get sick. Your child may get cancer. You know what I'm saying? And you have to fight the fight the cancer battle for your child. And you have to miss work because you have to be there for your child's treatment. You know what I'm saying? Or spouse. The, the FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act, is so important because without that, before that act was enacted, these employers had the ability to fire you because you got sick, to fire you because, just like you said, your kid developed cancer, so now you're sitting at St. Jude's every day or you're up here at Rainbow Babies and Children's every day at the Seidman Cancer Center every day. And there's nobody else to sit with Trying your child but you. And your job is like, well, you're not here to make me any money. Fuck you. Let me get somebody in here that can. Right. What? Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Exactly. So for people, the people that argue against that type of stuff, those are the people that to me should be like at the end of Infinity War and just be snapped the fuck out of <laughs> Right. Like, I you know, just should no really. longer have the privilege of breathing the same air that I do. Right. You are a disgusting human being, period, yeah. period. Now, I don't give a shit about your color. I don't give a shit about your religion. I don't give a shit about any of your personal opinions. You are a disgusting human being. If you actually have the audacity to argue that people deserve to lose their lives because they lost a job with benefits. Right. How dare you lose a, lose your employment? How dare you? How dare you get sick? How dare you have a heart attack? Exactly. How dare you get How dare you get into a car accident and you can't work? How dare you get drunk and drive and kill two people and you back out on the street with an Ohio license? But got the audacity to sit here and talk about don't nobody deserve benefits. Really? Really? Because all you got to do is Google Cleveland, you can Google Ohio, and see how many of these drunk motherfuckers got licenses after 13, 14, 15, 20 goddamn DUIs. Really? It was a guy in Akron that had like at least eight, nine DUIs. 
And yeah. not only was he still out here driving without a license, wasn't in jail, he maintained employment. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, maintained employment and was the DJ at the local bar. It's like... How is he? How was you allowing him to to even function out here? He's a menace, and dude. And the thing is, like the judges kept having mercy on this dude. You know, they kept having mercy on dude. He kept writing letters talking about, "I'm sorry." Oh, da, da, da. No, he he's a person who's an alcoholic. Is, this is a person that is not only a queer alcoholic and needs to have treatment, but this is the same individual that will argue dead set against immigrants getting a second Facts. chance. Like, that's, yeah, that's you're right. That's just the person that would be like, nah, go back to where you come yeah. from. Come in legally. Woo, woo, woo. But then when it's on them, it's like, uh, 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 you know, give me a break. And then they'll Nothing get multiple breaks. They'll get multiple mm -hmm. breaks. And this dude didn't go to jail. It's like, no, didn't go to jail, was able to, you know, work at a factory with a good factory job <laughs> in the whole nine. You know, yeah. it's absurd. But see, that's, that's what I'm saying. We got, we got, a, we got what, quarter tank left? We got a half hour left? Told y'all we was one tank trip. <laughs> Man. So we're going to... Um, so we're we going to take a, a real quick commercial break, and then we're going to be back. Just radio. Uh, WeUpRadio.com. For sure. Yo, what's up? What's up, bro? How you? Man, I swear, I know you ain't just called my phone crying. Man, should read a birthday tomorrow, bro. I'm still broke as hell, son. So what you calling me for? Go get her something. Ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. I mean, I got, I got a few dollars. Well, that's all you need. Call Jazzy Marie. For what? Uh, James Marie do my baby mama's nails, her hands and her feet. Bam. I bet she be looking rough, too. She did that, bro. Quit playing, bro. Man, look, I'm about to give you a number. Hold on. It's 440-454-4034. Her name, Jazzy Marie. Jazzy Marie. All right, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the number again, man? What's that code, too? The number is 440-454-4034. Okay. The promo code, if you want to say $10, okay. don't forget. I need that, man. Capital JM Squeeze. Squeeze, okay. All right. Thank you, man. JM Squeeze. Oh, my best friend. Man. What's her you, name man. again? Jazzy Marie, man. Okay. I love her, too, man. Thank you all, man. Man, stop crying and get yourself a job or something. Broke ass, man. Fuck you. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 and 9. Hosted by Ray Sharp, Councilman Ernest L. Smith, and King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 and 9. Real voice of the streets. Due to some 
Parental discretion is advised. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at Radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Moot, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gonna play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Moot, 6 to 8, we at Radio.com. We Are Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Are Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at weupradio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. We Are Radio.com. We Are that Ghost of Don EP nice as f***. Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost of Don. Yeah, that shit's called On The Money. On all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that right now. Fuck that I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost of Don. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gonna quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gonna kill the right one. It's gonna be on. It's a Stuff, niggas dead when I'm mad, not thug stuff. Gotta fuck slugs, fuck bust us, cause I never did love ya. Nigga, my niggas up, break your neck. Nigga, try to disrespect. Nothing but killers and truths like Rosewick will cut ya, so fuck ya. East 99 is where you find it. Chillin' but nigga, what's up? Nigga wanna get bugged, nigga wanna get drunk. Nigga really wanna get fucked up. Pump, pump, put them in a the trunk. Now watch them fall down to the pit. Juked Radio, presented by Final Black Dollars, is sponsored by Wristwork Custom. Go to www.wristworkcustom.com to purchase exquisite bracelets for all occasions. They are an excellent gift idea as well as an accessory. Become a wristwork addict today. Yo, we in the building. We lit. Today's topic is uh, temp agencies. Um, man, <laughs> want to thank everybody for listening today. Uh, but it's 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 a real deal. A lot of us is probably you know has spent time with the uh, temp agencies. You know, say that again. I was a lot of us have um you know spent time you know our fair share of time you know working a temp agency. I know. I mean, at some point, it's gonna happen, and people need to understand how to navigate that world because it's it's different and you got to make sure one of the biggest things we got you got to make sure if you get into a temp agency and you get any assignment 
you get multiple assignments, you need to make sure that you have a way to access uh, your W-2 when it's time to file your taxes. You need to look at, now we said in the beginning, you wanted to narrow down, the first thing you needed to do was to research the top uh, temporary staffing agencies in your area. And once you did your research on those companies, narrow it down to the five that are the best fit for you. Once you get those five, you go in and you apply at all of them. You do the onboard process to all of them. And you make your calls once, twice a week to see if they have anything available to you. Something pops, you get an assignment. Cool. Now, of course, this is a temporary agency, so that assignment could be 30 days. It could be 60 days. So let's say you're there 45 days. The assignment ends. Okay. Now, you were able to work that little bit of time, got a couple of checks, maybe three, depending on if they paid you every two weeks or if they paid you every week, depending on the staffing agency. Preferably, you want a staffing agency that will pay you every week because you're coming from getting paid every two weeks and the money that you're most likely getting from this temporary job is not is either not what you were getting or it's more than what you were getting. So you want to get paid every week because you need to have the ability to have that money still coming in so you can get everything caught up, paid down, whatever it is that you needed to do while you were missing checks. A lot of people don't understand, well, I just get paid every two weeks. No, that's great once you get hired in. But while you're temping, the best bet is for you to have a spot that's deposited in your shit every week. Your, your contract ended after 45 days. Let's say another two weeks passes, they find you another spot. But this one only lasts for a month. Now, you really ain't worked, but that you ain't worked that much now to last three, four months. They find you another spot. This one lasts you there for three months. So now this is your third spot. That's going to be your third sub W-2. So while you're doing all of this temping at these different spots, you're still on Indeed, you're still on Career Builder, you're still on LinkedIn, you're still networking, you're still putting in applications for direct hire spots because you haven't gotten complacent. You haven't just said, fuck it, I'm going to do this temp shit because it's very easy to do. You get a couple of bites, you go on a couple of interviews, you get somewhere that wants to hire you in. You take a direct hire position because you need to be in somewhere as a direct hire. Working as a temporary employee is not the business. You do not want that. You do not want not at all. to have to have multiple W-2s coming from all different types of places because then you, depending on whatever your career is, if there's background checks, these companies are going to have records of your employment there for however long it was, and you're going to have to explain, yes, but that was through a temporary agency. Very easy to do. It's a pain in the ass. So you go through all that. You finally find another attempt to hire position, and you take or another direct hire position, and you take the direct hire, and you go on in there, and you finish out the rest of the year in your direct hire. You start the new year in your direct hire position. Now, the law, they don't have to get you your W-2s until January 30th, uh, January 31st. A lot of people don't understand and don't know that they can use the last 
pay stub that they had from the last check that they received from that company. It'll have all of your shit on there. It's going to have what your gross is, your net worth, what your social security tax was, what your federal, local, state was. That's going to be on that stuff. So what you need to do is if they use something like ADP, you need to make sure you go in there and you download your last stuff. ADP allows you to go back as long as you know your password. You can go back and you can find subs from whatever company you ever worked for that used ADP. You can go in there, find your stuff. If it's a company that doesn't use ADP, more than likely it's backed up on whatever their internal servers are, and they're going to tell you you need to create whatever account, log in, and get it. A lot of these staffing agencies have gone online where you have to log in. You log in to clock out online. You log in to set your pay card to send all that stuff in. You got to go online and log in to set up your benefits if they offer them. So you'll have to go in and log in to get your pay soon. Some companies only make them available certain times of the year. Then some of them won't allow you to go back X amount of months. That's why you have to be vigilant on your behalf of you. And if you know the assignment is ending, go in and get your stuff. That way, especially if you got kids and you claimed earned income credit, that way if you go in the H&R Block in December to try to get that Emerald loan, you can take them all the shit you need to take. Then comes January when it's time to file, you can go ahead and file because your shit's already on record. H&R Block will file your shit automatically. As soon as the IRS starts accepting, boom, your shit goes in. You already know if it'll be accepted. Block will tell you. Once it's been accepted, all you got to do is wait for your deposit. You don't have to be that individual, especially when I was doing mortgages, running around looking for damn pay stubs and W-2s. There's no reason for that. They're everywhere. If you have an actual, you don't even need to have had an actual bank account. If you got any card, Chime, Rush card, any prepaid card, NetSpend, a regular bank account, any of that shit, you can log in and get your transaction history. Download it as a PDF, save it to your Google Drive, Dropbox, whatever. Have all of that shit on hand. The goal is to get a job that is going to allow you to have the peace and happiness that you want. And if you have to be out here temping, you got to make sure you keep your record straight because you're only going to create more of a headache for yourself when it comes time for you to pull that paperwork when needed, whether you've been saving money to buy a house, whether you've got to get your taxes filed, whatever the hell it is. You got to have records. You can't be walking around here like you're 16, 17 years old, 18, 19 years old, like you don't know how you're supposed to operate in life. I hate that they call it adulting. <laughs> not a fucking word. You know, well, who, who who's the person that came up with the whole whatever thing you are, I don't put know. ing to it? They should be slapped because it's not a word. And that's why we have a lot of the problems that we have now because. People don't understand. This is the stuff you're supposed to do as an individual. Nobody should have to tell you to keep your record. Nobody should have to tell you to keep your shit in order because you may want to buy a house. You may want to buy a car. 
you may have the limit and got three kids and you know you're going to get earned income credit. So you have to make sure that you keep your shit together. It's very, very easy to do. And it's very easy to blame any and everybody else and not take accountability for your own shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, the first step in, you know, fixing your life or fixing anything is admitting you have a problem. You know, it's being accountable. I I, I just don't like a person that is constantly, you know, pointing fingers everywhere but themselves, you know. You know, it, it, if you say, you know what, I've been on some bull, I need help. That's what's up. That's the first part of anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, the, the messed up thing about it is we talked about this in, in, I think, one of the very first shows we did. We talked about your work ethic and what you do and how that reflects on you and how people who may have worked with you, you know, because life happens. People switch jobs. People switch careers. You never know when you might run into someone. I've run into coworkers in the most strange jobs, like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like, man, let me tell you. <laughs> right. But because they know you as a as a good worker and a good person, you most likely won't run into no problem. But if you this is if you're somebody that people know ain't worth a damn while they at work and you show up at somebody else's gig talking about you know them, let me tell you something right now. If I've ever worked with you and I know your work ethic ain't shit. I am and not recommending you. Listen, and you show up somewhere where I'm at, I don't even know you. Don't act like you know me. I don't want to be associated with the shit because I know unless I see something different, I don't want to be bothered with it because I am I know how I am when I'm at work. I'm all about, you know, getting work done. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if niggas got to produce, then we got to produce. If we doing whatever, that's fine. But see, I told you, know, if you listen to the show, I ain't here for all that extra shit. Y'all better leave me alone so I can go smoke. So don't come in thinking we going to be kikiing it up. No, we're not. And you work with kids. No, we will not. No, let's let's like get this work, man. Let's do, let's do this work. You know what I'm saying? I'm not... And the thing is, is that I hate the person that you worked with before that wasn't really, that was terrible. We interrupting training all the damn time. Oh, them motherfuckers get on my damn nerves. If you don't shut the fuck up, but that goes back to, that's what next week's topic is going to be. We're going to talk about listening skills, developing your listening and your critical thinking skills and your comprehension skills for the job that you're in. Because a lot of people don't know how to listen. They hear you, but they don't know how to actively listen. And when it comes to certain industries, you have to be able to actively listen to what you're being told because then you have to act on it. That's why it's called actively listening. If you're in sales, if you've ever been in sales, you know this is a phrase that gets used quite a bit because you have to actively listen in order to make the sale and overcome any objection that the individual you're trying to sell to may have. Yeah. You cannot do that if 
you haven't heard what that individual has said when you got him on the phone or when you see him face to face. Critical thinking, understanding problem solving, being able to comprehend what the email says needs to be done, being able to understand what the meeting was about, how to break things down to where, yes, it is absolutely positively okay to ask as many questions as you absolutely can think of, but they need to be relevant and they need to have not already have been answered in something an individual says. You know, we sit in these meetings and let's say they're bringing in a new product. So the meeting is about the new product. And the meeting is generally to give you all the information about the product. And when they get to the question and answer period, you always have two or three individuals that never fail to ask questions that have already been answered. And me as an individual and in having been in those situations, I have always had to go first to making sure I check my faith when the question is asked. That type of stuff will show an employer the kind of employee you are because let's say this person that was giving this meeting is a member of upper management and here you come asking a question that he already answered. So now, granted, as a member of upper management, you're used to this type of stuff. You know these things are going to happen. But there's always going to be in the back of your mind, I have to look at this person just a little bit differently because I don't know how clear I could have been explaining it in the first place, especially if they give an answer that is not, if it's not word for word, it's pretty much verbatim what they said before. Right. So critical thinking skills, actively listening, comprehension, those things, upgrading those skills are what we're going to talk about next week because that is going to do nothing but benefit the hell out of you. No doubt. I mean, for real, because, like, you can can use what, you know, for, you know, customer service and sales, you can use what the person said on the phone as ammunition to overturn whatever objection they have. You know, yeah, yeah. And, but you and the thing is that you know you have to do it in a calm way. You can't be combative with it, and that's a whole other no. show topic in of itself. But mm-hmm. you know, if you're listening and you, and you know and listening for purpose, or you know, like you say, active listening. You know, I like to refer to it as listening for for a purpose. You want to you know gather for that purpose. data from them, so then you know mm-hmm. you can understand how you know to meet that person's need. You know that you're dealing with you know on the telephone, and also you know. Just figuring out, you know, what people are saying, especially in the meeting. You know what I mean? You really want to listen and stuff because then you may say something that's completely non-related to the discussion at hand and you're looking stupid. Right, because you was on your phone. Right. You were on your phone and, you know, commenting on something you saw on CNN. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know. that's, that's a crazy thing. But before we go... I have to address this 
NFL Jay-Z situation. First of all, if you know me, you know I'm with Cap all the way. It's been three years since my nigga been on the field. Now, it broke a couple days ago. Jay-Z is now partnered with the NFL. A lot of people are pissed. A lot of people aren't. I personally have never been a Jay-Z fan. I have never cared for his rap. Never cared for what I've seen of him as an individual. Simply because what I saw in the beginning, in the early stages of his career, I did not like. And a lot of things that he did then make the move that he did now. You understand I it. I don't understand. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't understand why people don't understand why he did it. There, if you go back to the early stages of this man's career and all the bullshit that he was involved in, Jay-Z has always been about his fucking money. What so-called makes him great was that he was one of the first rappers to do big, big money. A lot of y'all don't understand that before he started selling what he did the way he did, hip-hop didn't sell platinum status like that. They sold, they went gold, but Jay-Z really brought in and flash that whole money shit. He was a branding a genius. He was a branding G. He is a branding exactly. genius. He is. Exactly. I mean, for and me, it's from just. The very beginning, from the very beginning, if you did not go along with what he wanted for his brand at the time, he was out the picture. Ask, Un, ask Lance Rivera. Man. Okay. Little so, Foxy Brown. Fast forward. To 2019, as I sit here and I watch it, and I'm watching people's comments, and you got everybody that loves Jay Z, like, oh my God, this is great, and people are like, well, what about Cap? And Eric Reed went the fuck off, and he's well within his right. He is now, because he used he didn't even that, he co-opted the movement, you know, for his own you know purposes. You know what I'm saying? Thing. So here's the thing. Here's my thing with this. And now that it then came out that he's supposed to become a majority owner in the team the only way and i don't really care <laughs> about anybody else and how they feel about this situation because as i said i've never been a fan of his so it don't make me you know never mind either way but what i will say is this if he becomes a majority owner of a team and cap still ain't got no job it's fuck Jay-Z to the grave. I don't give a shit who his wife is. I don't give a shit what music he do. I don't give a shit what so-called social shit he's supposed to do, what lawyers he gets or whatever. I don't give a shit about any of that. Nah. Because on the national stage, you shit on everything this man has done. Everything. Everything. So, if he indeed becomes an owner, Cap needs to have a job. And I don't mean no front office bullshit. Because if you guys can have motherfuckers in the NFL that can't throw worth of shit, I mean, for Christ's sake, they just reinstated Josh motherfucking Gordon. 
<laughs> really? Right. So John's got his job back. And John he done had a, a fulfilling chances, a million fulfilling chances. You got a guy but that can't get a job. You got a guy that can't get a job because he took a knee. Exactly. So you know, that's that's right. Now, now here's on the flip side of that. If he's not an owner, then it's still fuck Jay-Z because you still shit on everything this motherfucker's been doing. I mean, how you got, like, with, with Jay-Z, this, this dude told niggas not to take plates for the Super Bowl last year. Nah, you don't want to perform that. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Now you the fucking booking manager for the Super Bowl? Man. And people defending this shit. I'm like, man, you know, my thing is, I'm not even, like, to me, I don't even care about the move. Because, I mean, be a businessman. You know, Diddy tried to buy the, buy the Carolina Panthers. But he didn't do it under the guise of social activism. You all out in exactly. front saying that you That's the thing. You, That's you support the thing right you support here. Kaepernick and what he's talking about, but then right. but then on the low, you know what I'm saying? You know, you the booking manager for the Super Bowl, but you told niggas you told niggas to not do that gig. Now, okay, do the right. gig because you get because you're getting paid for said gig now. Now you're getting paid and you're part of it, so it's okay for niggas to get the gig. Okay, I see. Do it now. Oh, damn, that, you know, I mean, like, it, but my thing is, if you can't see that, if you can't see that, th that's whack. And then, you know, what kills me is that so many of us, you know, in terms of, you know, black people, we're so thirsty to have a quote unquote, quote unquote seat at the table, woo, 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 with people that ain't fucking with you. For real, like that. I don't, I'm like, I don't, I've never been, a, I never understood. Why people have felt the need that I, I don't understand. Like, if you say you don't fuck with something, you don't give a damn about it, okay, that's great. Why is it then every time you turn around, here you is fucking with it and giving a fuck about it? Man. You but you but you chop them with you know but you back in it and I'm I'm it, it's, it's it's absurd but I mean if you look at if you look at his track record over the years you know what I'm saying and, and the thing is for me I am a Jay Z fan but I called it like I saw it I mean people were like man how you gonna you know what's up with the Jay Z slander I'm like man because he because he pulled a fuck nigga move right that was a fuck nigga move you know what I mean? it was yeah. it was and you know what what I don't like is that. And this is in general. People always, when a populist person do some fuck shit, they make excuses for them. Especially if they, especially if they rich. Especially if they rich, you make excuses for them. Well, uh, nah, man, call it, call, call it what it is. Call it for what it is. Regardless, nobody, nobody's above reproach, man. I mean, if I do some, if I do some fraud, if you my friend, call me on it. Please, man, please. And I got friends that have called me on, on, on fuck shit that I've done in my lifetime. And we're friends to this day. I wasn't like, man, uh, I mean, you know, obviously I didn't like to hear it, but I mean, I'm, you know, I would consider myself to be real and I listened and took it and changed my behavior. Right. You know, but, but, but so many people want to enable people, enable popular rich niggas because you know, that's the wave. Or they'll say, buddy got money, though. 
She got money though. Like right. yeah. Slave Master's well, got money though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got money though. Man, and but that's the, that's the, oh my god. Okay, so he got money though, so ask um ask motherfucking uh what, what was the nigga name? Jeffrey Epstein, how his money, how how all that money, how that billion plus helped him out. It didn't. At the end of the day, was he? You know, he he's not with us anymore. Man. But he got money though. Man, he, he was he was a billionaire though. Right. And that okay. Right. All right. You know. Good luck with that. But you know what? That's that's like part and parcel of the problem with our society in America. We we co-sign fuck shit because the people doing said fuck shit got paper. Mm-hmm. Because we we you know you know we worship money. That's the God, that's the God that we worship. We worship money, and that's why a lot of the things we talk about on our show go on and are allowed to go on because the people that are getting exploited they have dreams of becoming the exploiters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why somebody that's why somebody that is dirt poor can say can can talk against fifteen dollars an hour pay. That's how somebody that don't have no health care can talk about talk against universal health care because they want Man. to be they want to be that rich person on the hill. Regardless of how they got said riches, they want to have the plantation. You got the slave. You got the slave defending the slave master. We got a nice house, boss. And that's how a lot of y'all niggas sound defending this move. Man, that's how y'all sound defending and talking about this move. We got a nice house, boss. When you Man. a person, when 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 this person as an individual can, you know, do, you know, like Ice Cube said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and get my own league. That league is in its third year and is in its popping. Man, popping. You mean you mean to tell me that it can't be done? And and the thing is, I you know, I I didn't watch the league for like a year. And last year, I just said, you know what? I, I like football. Me, me, me and my daughter, we watch football. I love football, so I watch it. Flat out. I'm unapologetic in this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, we can do these inst- our own institutions. And, you know, people like uh, Marcus Garvey or people that had, you know, Wilmington, North Carolina or Tulsa, Oklahoma – Man, they are rolling mm-hmm. their graves right now looking at what we have, oh, yeah. where we at right now. We're at a place right now like 100 years ago. Like Tulsa, Oklahoma happened 100 years ago this year. We had a, that, that, that city had over 600 businesses, black airports, black hospitals. In Cleveland, we had black hospitals. We had black everything. Mm-hmm. To where now we're celebrating people becoming CEOs of other people's companies. That's where we're at right now. Yep. You know, that's progress. I mean, to be honest with you, we didn't know we really didn't know how good we had it, man. We didn't know how good we had it. We had our own everything. And instead of focusing on improving the quality of those institutions that we had, we said, fuck that. We want we, we they're gonna allow us to actually spend with them. You know, because we we fell for the age old lie. That the white man ice is colder. Man. You know, we fell for that lie. And this is where we're at right now where we have other people in our communities selling us everything. 
Eddie Murphy told folks years ago in 1993 how the shit worked. Told y'all. Which y'all wasn't paying attention. That's what pissed him off. That's that's why that was the start of his down of the downside of his career, because he put too much game out there. When you yeah. go back, that movie he didn't that movie didn't do nowhere near. Didn't do numbers the at all. Did because he gave entirely too much fucking game out, and it pissed their ass off. And the next thing you know, Eddie getting picked up with a transvestite. So don't act like we've gotten and made so much progress and we've come so far because we haven't. We've instead taken enormous steps backwards. And we're allowing it to happen because people are too scared to be genuinely good human beings. At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure all the people listening ain't of one color. Nah. But I guarantee you, if I cut every single one of you motherfuckers, you'll bleed the same. Right. And you ain't gonna care if you need a heart transplant who it came from, as long as that motherfucker exactly. works. Or you gonna care that it's a match. Or if you need to, or if you need a brain surgery, you're not gonna care if Ahmed is operating on your brain. You're gonna want I, you don't care if it's Jose, Demetrius, Boom Quisha, whoever. whoever. You want whoever hands is operating on your brain to be competent. You ain't going to care. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and that's what, you know, oh, my God, that's like a whole other topic. That's, that's, <laughs> that is a whole other topic. That's what I said. When we do our politics show, that's going to be a four-hour banger right there. Man, yeah. that That's that's going to be a heck of a show. Uh, we need to really jump on that. We, we might do that in September. You know, we might. Well, you know, we'll do we'll do the we'll, what we'll do is we'll do the politics show before we start off on the um, Cognac and Kush tour. Ha! Yeah, man, that's that's yeah. that, that's that's happening. We're gonna have more details mm-hmm. on that. Uh, you know, yeah. if you want to be a part of that, you know, you know, hit us in the inbox. You know, for sure, we're gonna we're gonna definitely be you know discussing that at further length. But it's it's going down, and we're working with different. Um, dispensaries across the country reaching out uh, so that we can get out there and, you know, meet with the people and, you know, hey, we trying to roll. Roll up. Man. We trying to roll up. Man. We trying to roll up. But, yeah, we need to, we need to yeah. go ahead and break on out of here, though. But uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, you got any last words? Um, Don't take no wooden nickels. <laughs> Just right <laughs> We out. Ay, papi, Nick, apurate. Fuck. Eso no importa, pues apurate. Yo quiero la plata, nada más. Dámelo todo y lo quiero ya, ya mismo.
like it, they taking it in. Fuck up a check, then we making it back. She like it now, I'm a draper in that. She went to D, I've been waiting on that. I've been doing my thing, they been hating on that. And I meant what I said, I ain't taking it back. We get the chain, we ain't taking it back. Reach for my chain, get your flesh for that. Only speak on my name when you stay in the facts. Please, I know we ballin' too much. And all of these pretty hoes ballin' for us. I say, Ben, I keep mommy and call it to us. If I give you my number, don't call me too much. Pretty day. <laughs> 